0: It's another day that the Lord has brought us out. Another Sabbath day that we can say, our God is a good God. Awesome God. Let us pray. Father, as we come before you, Lord, you're the one that helped to create this sermon. For a reason, we thank you for Denise's song. Pray that this sermon will go with the song that the congregation can see how much you love us. Lord, hide me behind the cross. Forgive me of my sins. And we should always give you praise, glory, and honor. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh. When someone sings like that, the only thing you can say in your mind is let the church say amen, amen and let's have the benediction. But God didn't want that. But God wants us to go a little bit further. I thank my wife for being my uh, partner in the ministry. So let's just get to our sermon of the other day, finding God in the crisis. There was a story that I ran across over the years. And that story is a true story. Matter of fact, it happened during World War II. The Germans were bombing London and if family was split up, they were going for cover. The mother went one way, the daughter and the husband went another way. As night grew near, the bombing got heavy. The father told the the little girl, you need to go to sleep. Close your eyes. Don't worry about the noise. I will be here, right here with you. And she said, yes, Papa. He cut the light off and the room got totally dark and he sat beside her bed. A couple of minutes later, she asked, Daddy, are you still here? And he says, yes, I'm still here. A minute or two went by and she asked that same question. Daddy, are you still here? And he said in a nice, firm, Loving voice, yes, I'm still here. But she said, I can't see you, Daddy. And, with, and he cut the light on to show her that he was still there. That girl went to sleep because she knew through the shadow of death of the bombing. Outside, she felt safe that her father was there. In our crisis in life, we may go through difficult times like that. We may go through a time where that a loved one passed away. And sometimes we ask God, Why? Sometimes, um, we lose a job. Sometimes, there is a sickness where that, it was unexpected, but you always say, Father, where are you? God is always with us. Through trials, through tribulations, God is with us. David wrote in Psalm 23, though I walk through the shadow of death, I feel no evil. Because David was a man after God's own heart. He knew God is with us. We as children of God, we have to pray and not cease. We're living in a time where that a crisis could be anything from a time of intense, difficult, trouble, or danger. A time of difficult or important decisions must be made. In the United States this fall, we got a a decision to make do we keep our same government that we have in place now or we go somewhere else that's the decision that we would have to make but God will always be with us through the dark times but we got to pray and we got to pray together. You know, you got to have a prayer partner. My wife is my prayer partner. And I'm going to be totally honest with you. If I walk on that door and don't have prayer with my wife, I'm going to tell you something. That Holy Spirit will get on me like I don't know what. You will. Did you pray? Yes, you prayed when you had your 15 to 30-minute devotion but you got to pray together. Husbands and wives, brothers and sisters, we have to pray because this is praying time. Anytime you can sit there and you watch the news and your body gets numb, when you hear and see the things that are happening, this is praying time. We got to pray for our children. I have a, Since I retired, and like I said the last time, I broke my recliner, and my wife told me, you gotta get out and be active. And I decided I wanna be an Uber driver. An Uber driver. But do you know what? I have had a tip that I will never forget. I picked up a lady at at the airport and she was flying in to be with our friends and we was talking about how good God is and she was telling me the trials and tribulation but it was through prayer that brought her out of the things that she was going through and so I got her to the residence and I helped her with a and she said no 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 wait a minute before I get out your car can I have prayer with you now, when a young person told an old man like me and said, it should have been the other way around. That's what I'm trying to get to. But instead of me saying, could we have prayer? She says, and you know what? It's one of the beautifulest prayers I've heard a young person pray. And I wasn't worried about no tip. That was my tip. My blessing. You know, because there are young people out there, and young people, we need you to stand up for Christ. Get you a prayer partner. Get you someone that you can trust, that you know that can get a prayer across. Because there's nothing like a person that can have a partner that can get a prayer across. Because we need prayer. What we go through in life is like, what definition of crisis is, crisis, excuse me. It's the time of trouble and danger. The children of Israel, through the years of bondage, had the opportunity to leave. And go to that promised land that God wanted them to go to. I mean, he got Moses out of the desert and said, Moses, go get my people so I can put y'all in a land that y'all can, you and, and, and me and, your, and the followers can unite together and we can pray together. And God and Moses went to Pharaoh and said, God wants you to let his people go. At one, at one time, he didn't, then he, that hardened heart, opened up and he said, go. Get your people and go. And so, the children are marching to Zion. They got to the Red Sea and I guess they scratched their heads and said, okay, then it's going to take a lot of boats to get across here. And then they Their crisis happened when they turned and looked and saw Pharaoh and his army coming. They was not coming to greet them back with open arms. So you know, just ordinary people, scared, trouble. For one thing, how are we going to get across? Then here come Pharaoh and his people. They're going to take us back and put us back into bondage. Moses, why did you bring us? I had to die. But there was a condition in what Moses had to do. Moses had to calm the people down. And he did. What he did, he says, don't be afraid. The Lord will fight for you if we hold peace. And remain at rest. We need to just give God whatever it is. We have to give it to him and don't worry about it. I'm asking today in your minds to identify crisis that is in your life. You don't, have to, you don't have to tell me. You don't have to tell nobody. You know what you're fighting. You're, if you're a college student, you know you got, um, you, you worry about the student loan getting paid. You're worrying about, I, I just heard that a um, family member, student, got his student loans uh, refund stolen out of his bank account. What we have to do is put our trust in God. Don't worry, God is going to open doors and windows if we just hold on. Hold on to his unchanging hand. And uh, what we need to do also is we need to energize our life a lot more. We need to be around brothers and sisters that are Christians. We don't need nobody that's hanging out at the club and telling you to do this and do this, which is no, that, that is wrong. Some of my uh, writers, I could tell from a conversation they were raised in church. By certain things that they would say and certain things that happened, I've tried to encourage them to say, hey, you are here to get your education. You're not here to party. You can do that later. Party when you get your diploma in your hand. But for right now, stay focused on what you are here for. To get that education. And I try to encourage them to, as, you know, any campus ministry programs, get involved in it. Nine times out of ten, you know what they say after they get up, thank you. I really needed that. So let's keep our kids in prayer. Let's keep our uh, old senior citizen. No, I shouldn't say that. Okay. Let me, let me. I just turned 65, okay? So I can't say 60. Uh, let's keep our seniors motivated, too. Be like that energized buddy. If you got to change that battery, change it. But keep on going. Keep on moving. Keep on doing what God wants you to do. One of the things that um, I would like to bring to your attention, there's going to be a time when the crisis is going to be over with. There's going to be a time where Jesus is going to come back breaking through the crowd, breaking through the cloud. Denise sings this song called Midnight Cry. There are a lot of people that love for her to sing this song. And how Denise found this song was we was, on one Sabbath, we were listening to a Christian pastor slash comedian. Comedian. And he brought this gentleman, and this gentleman said, this is a song that I wrote. And the words of what sin? Denise told me, "Um, what time is Sabbath? Uh, Seven o'clock, what time the Christian bookstore? Close, because I got to get that song. And she got that song, and I tell you, it's a beautiful song, What Sin. I promise a, a brother of this church that the next time I come, I have a sermon called What Sin, and Denise can sing that song. But, you know, before then, our God is an awesome God. Before this time comes, Revelation 21.4 tells us that God is going to wipe away all of our tears. There's not going to be no more death, no sorrow, no pain. The former things are going to pass away. That is the hope that we hold on to. I'd like to close with this. um, One of my favorite verses. It's found in Psalms 27, 14. Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage. He shall strengthen our hearts. Wait on the Lord. I'd like to close with uh, another story. Um... This story is about a family during the early 1800s. There was a big fire in Chicago and everybody pitched in to try to help to save the city. And this family helped to pitch in. Horatio Spillfoot I'm not pronouncing the name, but his name was Horatio, his first name. When the fire was over with, he decided that he wants to take his family on a trip, extended trip to Europe. And what he did, he he sent his wife and daughters ahead of him. During that time before they could get to France, the ship sank. He got a telegram from his wife. All is lost. All is lost. His daughters perish. So he took the the next transatlantic boat trip to go and get his wife. As he got closer to where the boat perished, the captain told him, this is where you lost your daughters and other people. Horatio went down to his cabin, took out a paper and pen, and he started writing this during a crisis. He wrote, when peace like a river, tenneth my soul, when sorrows like sea pillow rose, whenever my lot has taught me to say, it is well with my soul, a blessing that you will not have room enough to receive. May the Lord bless us and abundantly above all could ever hope for. May the Lord bless that, keep you, that you walk into financial overflow. May, God fa- May you fall in love with him for the rest of your life. In Jesus' name. Amen.